Ladies and gentlemen, I know you've been waiting. I know this has been highly anticipated. We hear the noise, the ruckus, the chants, the cries. And I'm just here to let you know the Shamble God is back. Like he never left. Like I never fucking left. Let me tell you one thing about me. I'm not going to get too far ahead in life because it's going to come back and balance me the fuck out quick, fast, and in a hurry. Like all things. Like all things, there will be complete balance in Shambo God's life. And over the past week and a half, I have been balanced once again. You still able to smile, though, so... I'm able to smile. Like at, at this point, I'm just laughing through the pain. Like, like when bad things happen, it, it doesn't surprise me anymore. I just kind of smile and laugh about it because like <laughs> I knew I knew something was coming. I knew something was coming. And I, I had like, been No, I beg go ahead. I have been having this conversation with numerous people. It's kind of like whenever whenever something like whenever you're anticipating something, you naturally anticipate the bad things instead of anticipating it turning out in the positive. Like you'd be like, oh, you know, I'm going. I'm probably not going to, you know, do well on this test, or you know, I'm probably going to do bad at this, you know, on this job or whatever. Instead of being like, oh yeah, I'm going to do great on this test. I'm prepared and everything like this. You know, I know this job. I'm going to do well on it. You just naturally anticipate the negative, and you put that negative energy into life because life has taught us to anticipate failure. Life has taught us that failure is so common that that that's the outcome we should prepare for instead of preparing for success. Boy, you said a lot. Oh, I thought we you came s- to pod. I thought we hey. came to pod. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, that just get me thinking like when you're watching a movie and, and you know you're watching a movie that's like a suspenseful movie or it's dramatic or whatever. And then it's just a, a, a sequence of good things happening. The music is all nice. Everybody's smiling. And then all of a sudden shit just get real dark. And it's like, oh, here come that fuck shit. This is what we came for. And yeah. I mean, that, that's that's life though. Like, you know, you it's it's gonna go good for a while, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, some fuck shit gonna happen. Some it's gonna be a bump in the road, but don't let it break you. No, 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 never that. Don't let it break you, man. But uh, <sighs> it just get me to think about Brittany Griner, bro. Like, man, that's tough, bro. That's tough, man. You know how I feel about the situation. <sighs> Refresh, because it's been a while. I mean, it kind of, she's been locked up almost a full year at this point. She, I think she got locked up in July, August, probably before that. You're right. You're right. It's. I thought she she's been gone for a while. I just, I didn't I didn't keep up with that part. It has been a while. Um, I mean, the reality is, bro. Like, it's it's wartime right now. And we understand that WNBA players are not making a, an abundance of money, and they have to go to this country that we're supposed to hate to make money, which is hilarious to me. Uh, this country that we've been at odds with since the 70s is providing better financial stability for our female NBA players. Um, they go there for this opportunity to 
clearly make more money because there's more money available to them out there because my assumption is uh, women's basketball has a bigger market out there and you know obviously that's how economic works uh, that's how economics works so there's more money put into the pool for, for these women to make money clearly right. and she's she's a freak athlete I, I mean everybody knows Brittany Griner knows that and I'm not gonna stay on the subject too long but the reality is during war times she went there in the eyes of many breaking a law that any other time probably would have been a slap on the wrist mm-hmm. because it's not like you're you're, you're transporting a, a life-threatening drug but because you're going to a country you're flying into a country international airs and you violate this trivial law as, tr- as trivial as it may be it's still a law and until you fight successfully to get that law revamped then the reality is um you got to deal with the consequences and um unfortunately you know she's finna do a nine-year bid like she committed there's people that do manslaughter in in this in the states and they get three or four years a couple years probation manslaughter you know what manslaughter mean right yes somebody's life <laughs> Some you, you somebody's life was taken yeah. Un, unintentionally, but somebody's life was taken. And it's unfortunate, but I mean that's where it's at, and that's what I mean. Like life is probably going great. She probably was excited to go to Russia. She like she's not gonna go to Russia, play basketball. You know what I'm saying? And the shit just get real dark. Next thing you know, you in a jail cell. Nobody knows the timing of it all. The timing, yeah, man. Nobody knows. I mean, it's probably going to be a documentary years from now about it. Nobody knows what she's really going through out there. She's probably not going through hell. It's it's possible, but nobody's really documenting that. She's probably fairly comfortable out there, and they're probably letting her know we we have to do this because what the time period we're in, and um, we not finna fuck with y'all because the, the United States is doing a lot of things that they should not be doing. And one of them is funding Nazis. And whether people want to... <laughs> I thought we was podding. I thought we pod, was right? podding. Okay. I thought we were podding. Okay, so the United States, as they as they have been known to do for, for decades, is, is, is in the midst of um, being the antagonizers that they are. They did this World War One. They did this World War Two. They're going to continue to do it. When they, when, when you see things like this happening, just know that uh, the the powers that be, which is the United States and their little secret organizations, um, their 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 alphabet gangs are somewhere around the world causing shit. They causing they causing problems. They stirring up shit. Um, stirring and, up and shit as a, foreign lands. Straight up because. They know that they can use that as a way to either launder money, um, to to politicize some type of you know, s- s- politicize something for their gain. And and this is Republicans and Democrats. Don't believe it's just one side. This is Republicans and Democrats. George Bush did it. Joe Biden did it. Doing it. Obama doing it. Uh, I I know Trump did. Like they've all had their hands in some shit where it didn't belong. And to me. If your hands are doing some shit on foreign lands, you, we got problems. Like, why are you messing with them people? Why are you Pretty messing much. with them people? 
Leave them people and, alone. And, and what it always boils down to is your own personal gain. It's like if you would stay over where you belong, mind your own damn business. But like you said, you got your hands in so many other countries that when Russia and the Ukraine got beef, you got to go over there because you got some investments over there. You got something going on over there that you're either going to get exposed or it's going to get eradicated. And so you got to go over there and put your nose where it don't belong because you just don't stick to your own own business. No, no reason for upwards of. I mean, I, I'd, I'd go ahead and say we probably on the track to half a trillion in, in aid to the Ukraine. And it's people out here that can't afford gas. Like it, on American soil, y'all are trying to talk about abortion versus inflation and 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 socioeconomic problems like bro i don't give a fuck about how irresponsible you are to the point where you got to get multiple abortions versus motherfuckers that can't buy gas motherfuckers that have to get multiple jobs to earn a living like it's it's the shit doesn't even compare why you out here living this carefree lifestyle and living on the backbone of taxpayers it's motherfuckers out here like really working dog just to get by to pay for a one bedroom apartment. And like this is where we are on American soil. But for some reason on foreign soil, it's my responsibility to make sure that the Nazis are fully weaponized and they can protect themselves from this big bad Russian guy that ain't never did nothing to me. That's crazy. It's insane, bro. That is crazy. And what and what you telling your own people? Oh well, we we increasing jobs. Huh? We we've made this many jobs, and oh, since since I got an office, we made this many jobs. But yeah, you over here just giving away money. Can I get some of that giving away money? I'm just I, saying. I, I, I got I got to work for mine. So so when I work for it and I pay my taxes, you just give that away. Oh okay, that's what's up. Oh okay, I see how it is. You you just spend my tax dollars any kind of fucking way that you want to. You don't even ask me. You don't even ask Jay what where you want me to send your tax dollars this month. You know what? The roads are a little bumpy on I-45. If you could send my send my, my tax dollars to, to Harris County Municipal District or 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 or, or, city or, or, or the city of Some. Houston, somebody in this motherfucker to, to fix the road, I'd highly appreciate it. You know what, Jay? You know what? I got a better idea. I'm gonna send the Ukraine another 1.1 million. I wish it was just 1.1 million. I would. I said another one. <laughs> DJ Khaled voice. Another one. Lee. I mean, yo, I feel like your average person doesn't give a fuck about this type of shit because they don't see the immediate impact. But the reality is. A lot of this shit is what causes inflation. It's what causes the basic house house goods and necessities to go up 20 and 30 percent. You ain't complaining about that shit now. You good now. But two or three years from now, when you realize, like, damn, I lost a lot just because I was trying to get eggs. And the next thing you know, the fucking buying eggs and milk turned into a damn bill. You know what I'm saying? Like, if people were more strategic or I want to say math minded. They 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 noticed that in the last year or two they've lost a lot of money, like on just basic shit to the point where like it's it's time for you to start evaluating some of those choices you're making financially. If people aren't getting to that point now, specifically our generation, then there is really no hope. Because I know when the housing crash happened, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you know, 
I heard about it. Like my, you know, I was an adult. You know, my, my mom was talking about it. like I heard about it. I, I heard the planning. I heard the complaining. I knew it was real. Like nowadays, I don't really hear shit about that, dog. Like it's, people talk about abortion. People arguing about, you know, relationships and LGBT shit. I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, dog, I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. None of that shit matter. Because a lot of that shit is private matters. That exactly. shit don't That's some personal business. That's, yeah, pers- man. that's personal business that affects people personally. The, the 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 gas prices, the prices of groceries, jobs, prices of homes, all this stuff affects everyone. Even if you're not trying to buy a home, the price of a home going to affect you, whether you're renting, whether you're living with some people, whatever, what have you. It's going to affect you. No, nah, straight up. I mean, at, no matter where you are in this country, in this country, you're trying to get around to somewhere. Even if you're Ubering, uh, taking a lift, that, that shit, they, they prices had to have gone up with the gas prices going up. Um, if it shit, like we were talking about the other day with Airbnbs, Airbnbs was only gonna, they was gonna have to go up to, you know, to 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 really uh, reflect the market. It's like shit. I mean, yeah. The Airbnb thing, it might be convenient, but shit, it ain't convenient to the to the homeowner trying to make some bread. His property taxes done went up. You know what I'm saying? Or the value of his home is simply went up and he's trying to break bread. It's either I'm gonna keep doing this Airbnb thing or I'm gonna sell my shit. You know, it is it, you're 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 you're, you're, you're when it comes to the economy, that is society. You are impacted by that shit. Unless you're just a bum living in a basement. At the end of the day, you're impacted. That shit affects you. Like I said, that personal shit, I get it. You feel, in all honesty, dog, when's the last time you came across a group of gay people or a transgender person or whatever, and you saw them being harmed or somebody harassing them? I don't, I, I, I don't remember a point in time. No. Okay. I asked that to say simply. I understand that these things happen, but are they happening on the grand scale that media makes it seem like it's happening? Like, I'm so exhausted with people talking about people's lives being in danger, and I literally have to do a Google search and dig deep into that motherfucker just to find one slang or one assault or something like that. Like, how common is this to where we all got to put our attention to a population of people that, to me, seems like they have more privilege than the rest of us, and there's more of us than them? Like, it's just so confusing and exhausting because I'm, I'm, I'm really tired of it. And, it. and I still, at the back of my mind, I kind of feel like it's getting to a point where media wants us to be jealous and spiteful of these people to the point where, like, there's going to be a group of us that hate them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's almost inevitable at this point because you can't go a day without um, just hearing about the, the special privileges they're getting or how we need to be more respectful or mindful there to, to their existence. I saw um, Elizabeth Warren had tweeted out some shit today about... Um, you know, something, something. We we must protect our non-binary and da da da. This and that. They're the backbone of our society. I'm like, what? What the fuck? You being gay or or not knowing what your gender is got to do? Like, how did that? How does that make you the backbone of society? Are you saying because they're human? I mean, a motherfucker could be gay and useless, right? You could be very gay and very useless. It's a bunch of people that are very straight and very useless. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, let 
I feel like you need to say something. I, I ain't just gonna keep it just going on like that, yeah. But no, I'm just saying. You know, when, when you go when you go on your thing, I start I start pulling up statistics and stuff like that because you know I want when I want to say something, I want to make sure that you know you're factually correct. I get you're it. Factually I get correct. So I'm, I mean, I was just looking at something and it's what does this say? It says something on average globally, eighty percent of people identifies heterosexual, 3% as gay, lesbian, or homosexual, 4% as bisexual, 1% as pansexual, omnisexual, and, you know, it just gets lower and lower and lower from that point on. And so it's kind of like, like you said, this 1% is our backbone. And don't get me wrong. I'm all for if you want to make somebody feel included, make somebody feel included. But at the same time, there's never been a time in anybody's in, in American history where we've gone out of our way to make people to put people up on a pedestal as we are now. And it's it's really and I, I forget. I, I know probably numerous comics has had jokes about it, but you no, know, I, I typically go to Chappelle or, or Rock because those are, are usually my favorites where they'll say, yeah, if you want to be gay, get married, go through the same bullshit that, you know, everybody else goes through nobody cares and i think that's the thing like people like even like people just want somebody to care kanye just wants somebody to care when it's just like you just like the rest of us why are we paying you some extra attention you going through the same struggles that we're going through you might be going through them on a different scale you might be going through them on a different level but they're the same struggles your common man goes through and nobody cares about my struggles and nobody's going to care about yours and and to put people in into the position where you're forcing them to care when it doesn't pertain to them and granted life isn't fair but that's just really unfair. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to you on that. <laughs> no, 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 because like I've I seen some shit where, and I've probably said this before, where it says if you're if you're against gay marriage, then don't marry you know somebody of the same sex. If you're against abortion, then don't have an abortion. If you you know if you're against all these things, just simply don't do them. You don't have to go make somebody else care. You don't need to go stand in front of the abortion clinic and protest. That's none of your business, what those people are doing. It's not. You out there holding the sign, oh, I'll adopt that baby. Adopt that baby then. Run it. Sit, get the paperwork right now. Get a, get a, get a notary. Get us a judge. I, I want you to some financially support me as I, as I nourish this child for the next nine months. And when this child comes out, you be at the hospital. This is your baby now. Because you're full of shit. That's why. <laughs> no, mama, don't call me right now. I'm on a rant. Look, <laughs> if you're really about that life, then be about that life. But nine times out of ten, most people aren't. So you just really need to shut the fuck up. That's what you need to do. Just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <sighs> Look. Like, like I said, man. I, I'm hearing you, but I got to step back one second, bro, because earlier you said something that just blew my mind. You was reading some shit, I guess, in a dictionary or you was on Google and you said something about being omnisexual. Nigga. 1% of the population, <laughs> omnisexual. Do you know what that means? I have no idea what that means. 
So for the most part, Omni pretty much means universal all. So I'm guessing that's why Omni Man is Omni Man because he has the strength of the universe. Okay. So this person that's identifying as Omni sexual, they just like to fuck everybody. They like to fuck everybody, everything. That's what they say. <laughs> Involving or characterized by diverse forms of sexuality, attracted to more than one gender. There's only two. <laughs> <laughs> so, so once again. Oh man! Oh, we podding for real. <laughs> so once again, you just like to fuck everything. Everything. And we, boy, I tell you, man, this is, look, dog, slippery slope like a motherfucker, man, because, so back to what you were saying, like you said, man, people have their right to, they have the right to assemble, they have the right to protest, they have the right to do these things. It's unfortunate that when people choose to do these things, they feel like they need to block traffic, make niggas late for work, they feel like they need to burn houses down. And make insurance go up in neighborhoods where motherfuckers ain't have shit to do with what was going on. But your house needs to get burned down. Your store needs to get broken into, so on and so forth, because we need to demonstrate that we are angry. Do these things change anything? I would say 99% of the time, it doesn't change anything on a large scale. Because like I said, I like to point out in Seattle, they had the little... Tenant places with Chop or Chaz, the autonomous the autonomous zone where they pretty much took a, a t- took a city hall building on some um, <laughs> escape from New York type shit, and um, they took that bitch over. And I mean, for the most part, I don't know what's come of that besides a few deaths and you know people becoming officially homeless and. Government workers being able to work from home now that probably once worked in that building. Um, a lot of shit don't change after these protests, bro. Like, it's, it, 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 I mean, and, and you can even look this up, bro. Like, you can go back to the, to the, to the civil rights era. Like, it takes years and years and years for a lot of minor change to take effect. And even when it takes effect, like, You kind of look at it like, okay, here we are. Now what's next? Are we really happy? Is this what we really wanted? And I say that to say because really wanted. <laughs> I say that to say because like Keith had pointed out some shit earlier when he was like basically quoting Malcolm X and talking about how, you know, <laughs> to an extent, segregation was Segregation was better for segregation to an extent is better for a lot of people. A lot of people today don't want to admit it, but they're fighting for segregation. They're fighting for for special privileges within a society, within a community. That's why you go places now and it's, it's a gay area. You go places now, you got historically black places like segregation is happening before our eyes, but it's unfortunate because everybody doesn't get that opportunity to segregate how they want to segregate. So some people do it in a more passive aggressive way. For instance, <laughs> white people do it in a passive aggressive way. What are white people going to do? <laughs> they're going to become successful. <laughs> and they're going to move the fuck out of anywhere they don't want to be, whereas motherfuckers, or, whereas motherfuckers that aren't on that same tax bracket. Because we see it every day. 
black people move to affluent neighborhoods, for the most part, they're fine. Because, I mean, shit, if you, if, if you quote unquote belong there, then it's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is what it is. Because I can tell you right now, even people listening to me right now, probably shaking their head, blah, blah, blah. You can shake your head all you want, but none of y'all live next door to LeBron James. Then y'all live next door to 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 even a local rapper nine times out of ten that that you know hasn't made a name for itself because a lot of these people they make money they move to affluent areas and they don't want to be touched or shoulder to shoulder with us regular people with us common folk. Do I have a problem with that? No, because to me that's their that's their natural way of trying to segregate themselves from the peasants. I mean, it is what it is. So at the end of the day, and I think it's this map going around where somebody was talking about, hey, we 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 tracked these different tribes of wolves, and um, it, it showed that even the tribes of wolves are very territorial, and they that that's what they do. Even in nature, they're, they they have a sense of this is my area. Don't fuck around over here. Don't come over here. And it just goes to show that, and I've been saying this for a long time, segregation is actually natural to 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 seek diversity within a community. I mean, it's cool, but it's <laughs> it, it it turns into what we have today. And it's and it's hap- it's actually happening pretty much all around the West where you have a lot of countries that. For a large majority of the time, you could probably say that these places were predominantly Caucasian or European even. And what they're doing is they're slowly doing things to bring in immigrants to basically add some flavor to these countries. But in the midst of it all, that shit is shaping the politics. It's reshaping the politics. It's reshaping the culture of these places. And also in the midst of it, even though these people are getting the opportunity to come to these countries, they're not really always welcome with open open arms. So what happens? A lot of them turn to crime. Yep. I mean, and black people aren't special in that regard when it comes to like, because it, it's a lot of racist, you know, um, it's a lot of racist people out there or very extremely prejudiced people out there that are scholars on both sides of the spectrum. And for the most part, you will have the quote unquote alt-right motherfuckers that that do have some intelligence and they love to point out how the crime rate is higher in the black community or in the minority communities in general. And although it's true, the reality is when you don't when you're not given a, a fair shot. Or equal shot at things, it's pretty easy to turn to crime in order to to try to get ahead or to get on a level playing field. And I, the reason I say black people aren't special in that regard because that was the Irish in the twenties and thirties. It was it was it was the Jews in the early nineteen hundreds, twenty thirties. It was the it was the Italians. Italians probably were the worst. To mean Italian, bro. The Italians were the worst. But not only were they the worst, they were so good at it. That <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> they were they were good at the at the bad stuff. They they were I mean they were good at the bad stuff because the thing about Italians is they had an end game. They had an end goal. It wasn't just to be. It wasn't just to have 
these monumental, horrific moments like the Valentine's Day massacre or just 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 so many street so there was so much street violence between the 30s and the 80s because of the italian mob bro so much that you would think this is just unnecessary violence but in the end bro it's so many of those people that that there are so many descendants of those people that are highly successful right now it's insane And, and nobody talks about it nobody talks about the 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 way these immigrants came to this country and i i have not listened to one thing mr west has spoken about i've only seen i swear to god i've only seen little headlines you know people try to send me this shit i ignore it because at the end of the day he's not saying anything new the reality of what he's saying is jewish people that came into this country a lot of them came here during World War II. They came mm-hmm. in here and they was, dog, Jewish people, when they first came to this country, obviously in this country, they didn't deal with what blacks went with, had to deal with. But obviously in Germany and in, on that side of the world, they dealt with some horrific shit. They came here and unlike us, for obvious reasons, unlike us, they were able to come here blend in and grow in a monumentous way. And it just happens to be that two of the industries that they were the strongest in was banking and entertainment. And those things go hand in hand because what does a studio need? Money. It needs money. And who had the money? The Jews. Yo, people. This is not news. It's, and it's, it's, bro, like, there's so much, like, even J.K., J.K., J.K. Rowling's, She's quiet about this shit, and I'm very upset that she's quiet about this because, to an extent, she she can she's she's act, she was actually considered anti-Semitic too, and she's very quiet about this. She 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 be going off on the transgender people, but she ain't gonna talk about the uh, the Jew the Jews. But she's talked about them in her movies. She's she shot shots at them in their movies based on the way she depicted bankers, they, and and, it, and it's hilarious when you notice it, and it's it's it's. It's historical propaganda where they, I mean, the greedy banker with the big nose, it, that's, that's the Jew. And now Woody, Woody Allen made a career off that shit. And, and the funny thing about it, which isn't funny, is that's how, that's how they're depicted. They're depicted no, it is as, these, as these tight-pocketed, <laughs> you know, they're going to, oh, I got a Jewish lawyer. He's going to get every dime out of them. Like, you know, these, these Scrooge McDucks, basically. Dogs. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck was a Jew. <laughs> honestly, honestly, he was hundred percent a Jew. He had, he had all the money, and he's still picking pennies up off the Bro, ground. It's funny. It's funny, dog. It literally, it's hilarious. And and when 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 dog Jews can make fun of Jews all day, niggas make fun of niggas. All day. Crackers make fun of crack. You, but but it's it's hilarious. When it comes down to the privilege, though, it's like, bruh, if we really stay in a diverse society, bruh, really diverse, motherfuckers be able to get make fun of everybody. Motherfuckers be able to criticize everybody. But you know shit get real when there's certain groups that are protected from any type of slander. That's why I feel like the 90s was a golden era. 
Because motherfuckers were not this sensitive in the 90s. Man, no, not at all. them late 2000s, early 2010s rolled around. For some reason, that sensitive meter just went all the way up. Because I'm telling you right now, bro, you can go to early 2000s, 90s, bro. All groups was getting it, bro. It was, man, it was decades and decades where motherfuckers was making fun of Asians on TV. Bro, Asians used to get it. They used to get it. Mexicans used to get it. Black people used to get it. Come on, bro. Marla Wayne's them white chick. Like, everybody used to just collectively laugh at each other. And laugh at yourself. Because you could, <laughs> ha, 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 that's so true. That's some stuff that I do. But even, even in the satire that you see on, on social media these days, like, oh, it's funny, and I can laugh at a, at a black person making fun of, oh, black people be like this and stuff like that. But a lot of white person come through and say black people be like this. It's like, hold the fucking phone. Who, who the fuck you think you are? You can't do that shit. You better go over there and start making mayonnaise <laughs> jokes and get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> it shouldn't even be like that, though. But they've programmed us to be offended by that type of shit. Motherfuckers can't. Bro, that's why I said at the end of the day, I was more comfortable when motherfuckers were uncomfortable talking about politics. I love when motherfuckers ain't talking about politics. I'm like, cool. I don't care who you voting for. I don't care what side of town you stay on. I, I, I don't care about your political views. Just crack jokes. If we work with each other, we work with each other. We go home. I don't want to hear nothing about your personal life. So on and so forth. At the end of the day, man, like Dave Chappelle said, bro, it was a point of time where that shit was so taboo to talk about politics. A motherfucker talk about fucking his wife before he start talking about politics, bro. <laughs> he tell you exactly how the shit went down, detail for detail. You know what I'm saying? He tell you that shit before he told you he voted for Bush or he voted for Clinton. Because that shit, <laughs> to a lot of people back in the day, was a private matter. And they knew, for the most part, you know, People probably couldn't handle the fact that, hey, I, I vote this way because every every way a person votes is self-serving. When you're voting, you become an individual. If you're voting for the collective, you're voting wrong. It's really that simple. If you really think about it, I could be wrong. But at the end of the day, if, if you're if you're voting with the mindset of, well, I'm you know, I'm I'm going to vote like this because my because my neighbor needs this. All right, then when this goes up and then this goes up and your life gets harder, it's going to be worth it. Like you voting for your neighbor's best interest. Your neighbors is voting in their best interest. Interest. Who is voting for your best interest? Just saying, man. Just and, saying. And I, and I, I used to say that about relationships when it's like, well, I can't love you the way that you want to be loved. And then you love me the way that you want to be loved because nobody's loving me the way that I need to be loved. <laughs> Give, give, give. <laughs> Go end up broke. Go end up impoverished. You out here like MC Hammer. At, at some point, you got to be like, hey, man, somebody got to invest in you. And if, if anybody, the first person that's going to invest in you should be you. It, it should be. like You know, so. You can't take care of a nation if you did. Bruh. You can't help the poor if you're one of them. You got to take care of home first. You got you to. Know, you know, and and there are things that you can obviously do for people, but at the end of the day, man, don't don't break your back. That's ridiculous. Because I mean, once you break your back, you really can't help nobody. You really can't. You really, you can. know. So, so at the end of the day, man, 
I just wish everybody could make fun of everybody again. Real talk, though. <laughs> I really do, man, because, like, motherfuckers, they think they hard, but they don't realize how much of how they don't realize the bitch assness they showing. When I read comments like like I, I literally don't care about what people feel about how people feel about certain celebrities. In in all honesty, like we talk about it within the group chat, I laugh like whatever. Like I don't I don't care for Joe Budden. Y'all like Joe Budden? That's fine. I'm not finna come out here and make you uncomfortable to the point where you don't want to talk about Joe Budden around me. You know what I'm saying? But that's what that's what the the discourse has become. It's become if you're gonna say something about somebody in this group, you better make sure that it's positive and we agree with you. Because if you don't, we're going to cancel you. And if you are in any way, like, somebody tried to somebody tried to say uh, blocking somebody is cancel culture. I'm like, y'all try to find every way, which way to 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 turn to mob justice. That's mob. Ju- cancel culture is mob justice. And a lot of times mob justice, bro, it's not it ain't fair. But me blocking somebody with my phone as an individual. Fuck y'all. Like, I, I don't want you texting me. I don't want to talk to you. This is just it's, for my mental simple. health. <laughs> Everybody else can talk to you, though. This ain't got nothing to do with nobody else but me. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, if, if, I, if I don't want to talk to Keith and I block Keith, and then Keith's still talking to you, that ain't me canceling. I, I may be individually canceling, but I, he still has the right to talk to everybody else. He just can't talk to me. Yeah. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't like what Kanye is saying, turn Kanye off. Like... You don't want to hear him? Cool. But then you try to... It, that's why I say the first time I saw that he was on Drink Champs, I, first thing I told y'all was... Wait, the, the main, first time he was on Drink Champs or the second time he was on Drink Champs? Both times. Both times. Because people have been disliking Kanye for at least the last six or seven years now. It went up a notch when he put the red hat on and he said slavery was a choice, which everything that he did... It's just it's Kanye being Kanye. And even at that time when he did that, after that, he still had two highly anticipated albums that came out that did very well. So I'm confused on how, you know, how anti Kanye this generation really is. Because it's, it's just like he'll deliver it. And then when he when he gives you the message behind it, it's like, oh, OK, that's what you meant. Oh, sla- slavery was a choice. What non-exact? I no choice. Be slaves. This, this, and this. I mean, you could have, you could have jumped from the boats. You could have died in the water. You know, you could have fought to the death. I, well, touche. Yeah, <laughs> death is always an option. So I immediately, he, he said, that I immediately went to Killmonger. I said, nigga, Killmonger said the same fucking thing, and y'all motherfuckers was on his dingling. <laughs> I'm like, bro, this that was, dude. That was the hardest bars ever, huh? Bro, I'm talking about. I seen that shit everywhere for like two weeks. I'm like, bro, Killmonger said the same shit. He just delivered it in a way. Once again, that was obviously it was more coddling. It was it was it was better for sensitive to society because they they couldn't handle it the way the way Kanye said it. It was too flat out, and it was and it was delivered on a platform. To where they feel like, oh, you shouldn't be talking about that with these people. Like, nah, man, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. Some people just ain't built to go to war like that. It is what it is. Saying slavery was a choice, to me, is not shitting on our ancestors. It's just saying, hey, bro, hey. And I see it all the time. Motherfuckers be like, hey, man, them them slave owners wouldn't have did that to me. Shit, I'm, you know, I've heard that many times. Like, oh man, shit, nigga, I don't want the war, nigga. I'd have been with that, you know. I'd have been with Harry Tubman. I'm like, oh, all right, but I see, 
that a lot of them a lot of them radicals died. And if and like I said earlier, if you about that life, okay. But a lot of y'all ain't about that life. Everybody that was talking that shit and got injected with that COVID vaccine, let me know exactly who they are. Put on a mask every fucking time they needed to or didn't need to. And they continue to do that shit. They let the me know. Mask or, or the shiesty mask or the COVID mask? Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. <laughs> and, and once again, I ain't mad at the people that did the shit. I'm just letting you know that when the, when the, when the powers that be and the government came to y'all, gave y'all ultimatum, y'all chose the ultimatum that, in my opinion, was more oppressive. And it was more along the lines of, well, what if I don't want to do that? Well, nigga, you're going to suffer. You're going to be in these chains. So shout out to those unvaccinated people in New York that 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 won because they was they was willing to stand on their own. And now they're going to eventually walk back in their jobs looking at these vaccinated motherfuckers that had to get vaccinated to keep their jobs. And they and they didn't. If you knew you had motherfuckers that was trying to fight on your side. And then you was like, man, fuck them. It's all about me. That's exactly what I'm talking about when I talk about voting. I ain't got nothing against y'all. Y'all just doing some self-serving shit. And, then, and Jay, you said it all the time. He's like, hey, man, when it comes to my money, man, if it come down to it, da, 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 I'm going to have to do what I got to do. But I'm going to hold out as long as I can. You know what I'm saying? That, to me, lets me know that if you was on that plantation and you heard a nigga had a way to get off that bitch, you was like, shit, nigga, let me know when that day come, nigga. I'm finna ride. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to stay here as long as I have to because, I mean, it is what it is. This, I, What I'm going to do? But if I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to live. That's what yeah. I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm, but not, I'm not out here trying to die for the cause. <laughs> I'm trying to see saying? the cause through. And, and people might not get what I'm saying, but all I'm saying is, at the end of the day, government came through, iron fist, and it, 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 a lot of people, they, they, they bitched up. What's that joke? Hey, somebody got to live to tell the story. <laughs> Real shit, though. Real shit, though. And, and like I said, it might go over some heads, but the reality is, man, I, I seen a video of Katy Perry the other day where she ain't look too hell. She ain't look too well. Her fucking, her fucking eye twitching and shit. I'm like, what she got going on? That that Justin Bieber shit got swept under the rug when they were talking about, you know, come on, man, that shit, that shit. Look, bro. I tell people all the time, bro. I don't fuck with that COVID shit because that shit, that shit exposed a lot about a lot of people. Let me know who they was with that COVID shit. It's people like I said that they was on the other side of the you know the fence. They they took COVID serious. They got their shots, and it was what it was. They they went on about their business, but the motherfuckers out there that was being activists full time, trying to shit on people that didn't want to get vaccinated. There's a special place in hell for y'all. Like for real. That's how I feel about this shit, dog. Cause that's I ain't never I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime, bro. Just a bunch of bitch ass people that wasn't cool with the fact that motherfuckers had a freedom of choice. I ain't I ain't keeping count of anything, but that's probably about twice in the last four episodes that you brought brought that up. Cause it pisses me off, bro. <laughs> because every fucking day is something else that unravels that's like, y'all, y'all was right. Y'all was right. It was like niggas just you just kind of just had to be patient and wait it out because the reality is the only thing that came from it was we got a fucking president that shit. 
<laughs> that nigga can't even stay awake in the fucking interview. Man, you seen that clip too? <laughs> this nigga can't stay awake in the interview. They asking him about running again, and they say, "How does Doctor Biden feel about it?" And he's he woke up, huh, huh, Doctor Biden. Oh, my wife, Jill. Doctor Biden, she's yeah, yeah. I don't know what the question is. I'm just gonna nod and say yes. And, good God. If 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 you cannot correlate the fact that everything that happened and transpired in 2020 was the biggest finesse in U.S. history, I don't know what to tell you. You when you sham God at the whole country, bro, had the whole country stumbling to the baseline. You ain't had nothing else to run on. You ain't had nothing else to run on. And it, it, the, the baffling thing to me is, man, I watch the media deliver a bunch of bullshit about racism every fucking day about people being bigots and all this type of shit and it's like man if the people that you opposing if you're saying that these people are racist and then you constantly talk about them being racist what does that really do like are you trying to make like how do i say this it's like all right jay i'm gonna antagonize you because you you like jay-z like man, you you like Jay Z? You Jay Z lover? You Jay Z lover? You gonna look at me like all right? <laughs> Jay Z coming to town? I'm gonna go get some tickets. So so when they calling these conservatives and these Republicans or whatever racist, it's like they looking at these like that's all you got. <laughs> that's still, the best you got. I'm still gonna go vote red. I'm gonna vote red even harder now. <laughs> it's like oh, he's like he's just like me. <laughs> Exactly. I'm like, maybe y'all should do something else with with the DeSantis and the Trump shit and make it seem like they're not Republican. Make it seem like they're not conservative. And then a motherfucker be sitting there like, damn, man, Trump ain't no real Republican. He ain't racist. I want to vote for a racist. But you keep saying he racist and they like racist. That's retarded. You got you to gotta turn Trump into a nigga lover. You know that, what? That's it. He was pretty nice with Snoop Dogg. And he got ASAP Rocky out of jail. Goddamn nigga lover. Man. Yeah. <laughs> he said Jay-Z's his pal. No, 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 no guy, no guy that's friends with a dope dealer, big lipped, camel looking jockey like that guy is gonna be my president. <laughs> I'm just saying. But they going the other route, and it's not working. It's like, oh man, Trump, Trump is this. Trump, Trump is an anti semite. anti semite. It's like they, they whole base is like, oh shit, that nigga Kanye with us. <laughs> they getting excited. You're not. It's not working. What y'all are doing, it's not working, bro. Like people don't realize, even the shit that like the people that that they quote unquote cancel, they just they just fall out the mainstream eye. Bro, these people that have been quote-unquote canceled, they still live successful lives under the radar low-key because the shackles are off. I said that shit the minute Paul Pierce had got fired, bro, I made that post. I was like, oh, this nigga finna start living. What Paul Pierce started doing? Living. He out Cele- here acting Celebrating up. gambling and strippers. Bruh, he out here He might living. have his own strain of weed by now. Man. It's like, bro, once the once those mainstream shackles are, that's why I be trying to get people to understand, bro. I don't, I don't want to be in a limelight. I don't want to be able, I don't want to be in a position where I can't say what I want to say. 
nigga, you once you sign them contracts and once you get with these 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 corporations that are tied to mega corporations that are tied to the government, you owned. You just a, you a new slave. And like you said today, Kanye knew that slavery was a choice. Kanye, you signed that contract, you became a slave. But I see the play that you own now. You realize the one way to get out these contracts was do what? Talk about the untouchable, the Jews. And he went on his rent. He knew he what he was doing. everybody off in, in one foul celebrate. swoop. Kanye celebrating right now. You think if LeVar Ball, LeVar fucking Ball, his shoes did decent. Don't think they didn't. It's going to be a motherfucker out there that's willing to work with an anti-Semite. <laughs> and it's gonna be it just go ahead. No, I was I was just I'm listening to what you're saying. I was thinking about LeVar Ball. Even I was thinking about the incident that got him um kicked off exactly ESPN where he being misogynistic. Like, that that was a fucking reach. Like even 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 me being one of the one of the cabinet members of the pervert club, that was a reach. Molly, go ahead. Go LeVar, ahead before I, I get back to him. LeVar, can I switch gears with you? for? Because I have a question You're here. You can switch gears with me anytime. <laughs> Let's stay oh focused Lord. here. Ahead, All right. Um, they, they were tired of him. The, what he represented was what, what America represents. hates. Uh, what he represents is what a America hates. A present black father. <laughs> yeah, a present black father. And not only that, he's confident. And it's all... You, it's, it's, if you're confident... It's all good, but once you like, that's why I was mad about what Deion Sanders said. And I was like, Deion got to know that niggas out here ain't free like you free. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you forgot about that shit. Yeah, no, I, 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 Deion says a lot. So, so I, had to, I had to know which instance you were talking about. Got to put the clip. You got to put the clip in here for the people. Now it's Jackson State head football coach, Coach Prime. Coach, how you feeling today? No, straight up. I always ask how you, you feeling. was not talking like that just two minutes ago I can you do the interview can you come in like you normally sound i just want to be clear and concise and professional yes sir so being you is not professional well i mean i can't say it was a co i can't do that i ain't actually do that i just want you to be you okay yes sir all right let me start over right all right join me is jackson state coach coach prime is that the, is that the same dog it's the same like Just be you. Just try your best to be you. Okay. All right. I, I thought I was doing that. But anyway, um, I want to just ask you, you feeling okay? See, like, if I say, man, what's up, Rob J? That's me. Mm. What's up, Rob J? You, you know the difference? You, did you see the difference? Uh -huh. That's what you do. <laughs> and I don't know who you're trying to please out there, but just I just want you to try your best to be you. All right. How you feeling today? Much better. I feel good. I feel good. But it, yeah, like like that was like, all right, let's get Lavar out here. Let's roll Dwayne Wade in. You know we're gonna get out of Dwayne. Come on in, Dwayne. But yeah, like like Dion was like, no, you you need to do this, this, and this. No, Dion, like you you basically doing this for free. You might yeah. be getting paid, but it, it's, it's peanuts to you. You're doing this for free. So we can't move like you move. I might need this job. I'm going to say certain things a certain way because I need these paychecks. You don't need these paychecks. I can't come here and talk like you, Dion, unless you're going to put me on the payroll. 
unless you're gonna put me on the payroll. Then hey, we can do this interview. Shit, we we can we can pull up some hen dog and man, we can do that. We can do an interview. But until that day where I know that I'm working for you and I'm good being quote unquote myself, because I don't think that man was was not out of himself. I think, you know, when you're working in certain certain realms and atmospheres, like you need to deliver a message that's that can be digested and 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 everything by multiple multiple different sources. You have to deliver it in a certain kind of way. I think professionalism is under, is, is universal. Yeah. I've said I, I, that's why it, it just baffles me um, when people consider it as as acting white or just you know being out of character because I think once you master you know how to be professional twenty four seven it just makes life it makes life so much easier because I mean no matter no matter where I'm at I'm pretty much talking the same I, 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 the, the, and shit at my job we can curse and shit motherfuckers be cursing all on you know zoom calls and <laughs> shit so we hear that motherfucker just doing what we do but obviously if if anything you may just want to shape it in a different way so nobody feels like you're you know attacking them it's ways to curse where people don't feel like oh damn you know he's coming off as threatening but then at the end of the day you don't want to abuse it because once again you still want to be professional um and the reality is Dion don't got chains on him no, you know what I'm saying when you when you ain't got the chains on you when you get cut from the strings, bro. You you can be who you want to be, and I honestly feel like that was Kanye's main objective at this point. It was certain people that probably was getting giving him um, creator freedom, but something happened behind the walls, behind the walls with either Adidas or Balenciaga, where he just felt like, hey man, I'm getting tired of this shit. I don't feel that I'm free enough, and I feel like he wanted to cut. He he wanted to cut the chains. I, I guess I guess it was easier for him to get out of his Nike deal because he got out of his Nike deal fairly easy, I think. Yeah, and and because I remember they dropped the red October's on like a Sunday afternoon, just was like, all right, we done with Kanye. Let's get get what we got left out of him out of here. Boom, mm-hmm, Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. just drop these these last shoes, and you know we wipe our hands, we're clean. But is is Kanye West Ultron? <laughs> <laughs> the villain didn't we didn't think we needed the villain that we didn't think we needed took a look around and said oh y'all letting the Jews run all of this <laughs> <laughs> bro it's 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 undeniable dog I mean after Straight Outta Compton came out it was literally weeks of that shit it was like man you know nah, 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 whatever his name was was Jerry what, what was they what was the dude that fucked over Bone Thugs in NWA was was it Jerry Heller? I think. Yeah, come on, man, that boy. Look, bro, special place in hell. Special place in hell, cause that dude was ruthless, pun intended. Um, <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> like m- motherfuckers gotta realize, bro. It's the connections are there. I'm gonna say it again. We should be able to say these things. And, and 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 you, the common sense is obviously it's probably poor Jews out there. We know it's we know it's regular Jews out there. We know it's Jews out there like Seinfeld that they don't give a fuck about controlling the narrative. They just like oh, yeah, I'm a Jew, but goddamn, you know, I'm just a comedian. I ain't do yeah. nothing, <laughs> nigga. We ain't talking about you. We're talking <laughs> we're talking about the motherfuckers out there that are purposely cutting checks. They're cutting checks to certain groups of people, and these certain groups of people 
are getting big and they're getting on platforms and they're everything we don't need in society. You know what I'm saying? And people are like, oh, you need to specify. You need to say names. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers have brains. Y'all got Google. Y'all know what the fuck we talking about. It's certain artists that are at Interscope, at Def Jam, at Atlantic. And at the end of the day, they're getting on the radio. They're going on these interviews. They're on the red carpet. And they're they're portraying an image to the black to the black community that is fucking disgusting. And a lot of times they only get to where they got because that motherfucker that signed that check, that motherfucker that quote unquote found the talent and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. Hip hop is what it is today because they wanted it that way. Because mm-hmm. hip hop, hip hop is to me like 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 dudes treat women. It's like women get mad because dudes out here be talking about, hey man, I like natural women, blah, blah, blah. but like, well, why you be liking this and that? Because that's what's out there. That's the music industry today. This is, what you, this is what you put out for it for me to consume, so I gotta consume it, even I like if I hip-hop. don't like it or not. This is what I have. This is what I have to choose from. I have I have I have death or I have slavery. <laughs> I don't want to die right now. So I must consume this slavery. Most black people enjoy hip hop. If they got to listen to Icy Spice to get through the day, they're going to listen to Icy Spice. They're going to listen to Cardi B. They're going to listen to Made Stallion. If that's what's, if that is what a majority of the radio is, people just tend to adjust and be like, all right, I'll at least listen to the beat. You know what I'm saying? And then it goes a little deeper than, you know, at the end of the day, you start, you know, you, you kind of slowly become fans of these people. You follow them. You start picking up on the lyrics and then everything like that. And then you realize that it, it, it it's it's what shapes the culture. Hip hop is a large part of what shapes the culture in the black community. Whether people want to be like, you watch a basketball game, you watch a football game, anything that's predominantly black, I guarantee you, when you see them doing certain things, you're gonna be able to say, Oh, that's that's hip hop. That's that's the black streets. I watch, I be watching, I was watching football games, man. It'd be a white lineman, get a tackle, he get up and start doing a gritty, or he start doing the A B. Like the dude, the whitest of the white, he probably from the hills of Nebraska. I hear hitting the gritty. I can't even hit the gritty. <laughs> and then that white guy, he can't even hit the gritty. To be honest. <laughs> he just tries. Hey, but that's but that's how influential that shit is. And when you realize where that shit comes from and who has the power to get it there, you realize, like, damn, they, you know, I'm not mad at y'all, but I, I question y'all decisions. And it's funny because people were saying that he ain't saying names, but he said Klaus Schwab and George Soros multiple times on the headlines that I saw. He's it's literally saying, hey, Kanye is saying he wants to sit down with Klaus Schwab and George Soros. Shit, them, them probably the biggest Jewish names you can name. That, that shit, get, that shit liable to get you killed. And then, and then it's, it's, I mean, did it technically? Oh yeah, technically, oh, yeah. technically, like, well, not not technically, figuratively. But the 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 thing that's funny about Kanye though, the thing that's, that's interesting to me about him is even with all this shit being said, it's clear that that's all they got on him because they would have tried to get him another way, oh, like yeah. they got Bill Cosby. Like they got like they got a lot of these dudes that 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 tried to get out of hand. You know what I'm saying? Like they was able to get them in another way. But with this, all they could do is like, all right, we're gonna take your sponsors and your and your whatchamacallit. Cause in the root of it all, you are a good, you are a good dude. 
you ain't out here raping chicks. You a family man. When we look up on some real shit, you with your kids. You know what I'm saying? And and that's <laughs> it just goes back to the LeVar Ball thing. It's like they want you to be a certain way. But it's like, oh man, like, oh, y'all come like that too. That's why it's people don't really know how enslaved their minds are until they realize like when they say shit like acting white or you acting white, like you do, they don't understand how enslaved they are and how and how I mean you pretty much an NPC if you get to the point where you just can't see people as humans, in in my honest opinion. And that shit, they, that's and, wild to me. And when they hit you with that acting white, it's 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 like, oh, you're you're you're, and it, it's it's typically something that's that's positive, but coming from the person, they're trying to make it sound negative. Oh, you acting white? You you know you're you're talking with um, proper grammar, and you you know you're carrying yourself a certain way. No, you're you're acting white. How's this acting white? If I happen to have reached an age where I prefer my pants to be over my ass. How am I acting white if, you know, I got a high credit score? Like, I've started paying my bills. Like, I kind of fully evolved into an adult. (laughs) Like, and now I'm acting white. It's scary, though. Once again, it shows you where we are as as a community and as a culture where, at the end of the day, they prefer degeneracy over over class, and a lot of times when I you know when I think about white people, I, class doesn't even automatically come to mind. So that's just weird to me. I mean, it's just like, bro, like to to be classy for a long period of time. That was that was that was everybody. I mean, just just go back to the forties and fifties, man. I mean, shit, you could watch a Harlem Night. Mm-hmm. It was all classy. They was on some gangster shit, but they was classy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, I seen something on Reddit where the dude was like, um, he showed a family, and like, you know, the family, you know, you've seen the, t- the typical 50s family, you know, everybody dressed up, everybody's fairly conservative looking. And then, you know, one of the Redditors was like, I don't fucking want to wear a suit to the grocery store. I was like, all right, dumbass. That's not what we're saying, though. What we're saying here is the whole family aspect of this picture the class of this picture you ain't got a daughter out here with her ass out you ain't got a, a son out here with his pants sagging off his ass in his phone listening to music not paying attention to shit it ain't just a mama taking the kids around because because uh because uh because she got a quote-unquote deadbeat uh baby daddy it's a family that's going to the grocery store it's a family enjoying it uh, enjoying family time they hate that shit bro they don't want to see us in a family setting they want us to be single moms and single fathers. It's when when the family structure is 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 broken, bro. The community is broken. They love that shit. That's why they constantly put that shit on TV. And who's signing the checks to have that shit on television? That's the problem, bro. That's the problem. <sighs> <laughs> We ain't we ain't had a Cosby show in a minute, dog. Okay. Nothing like, in my opinion, nothing like it. You can try to hit me with that black and shit, but come on, man, that shit, that shit don't even look like it. Even compare that shit look corny. Uh, That's just my opinion. I, I don't watch my. I don't. I, 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 I think black is 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 the closest that we've come to it. It was still wholesome. It was still successful. Mom, successful dad. Grandparents were close by or in the house you know, strong family, kids still get into some hijink situations, parents still make their, yeah, I think, I, I would say Blackish is as close as is the modern day Cosby. Saying successful is a stretch. 
I can't name a single character off that show. Rainbow was a doctor. I can't name a single character off that show. Okay. But I could go, I could walk on the street right now in an average in an average city in in the most random place. I could ask somebody to to to, to say something about the Cosby Show. If I go to a specific if I go to somebody asking about blackness, they're not gonna tell me. But then, but you also got to re- remember the time that the Cosby Show was out. The the amount of 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 television that was available for consumption versus when Blackish was out and the amount of television that was available for consumption. Explain. You you have a lot more options now, and you don't have. I would say you probably don't have the most wholesome demographic these days. <laughs> to be I, I, honest I, with you, to be honest with you, that. yeah, we're nobody. Nobody's trying to watch some wholesome shit. Because I because y'all because y'all all house. Of, I can tell you right now, y'all could y'all could tell me Game of Thrones characters in a minute, and and I, I knew Game of Thrones character names, and I never even watched the show. But now, do you know Dua Lipa? I have no fucking clue who that is. <laughs> I swear to God, what does she do? Why am I supposed to know her? And hold on real quick. I'm not knocking blackish, y'all. I'm just saying, I, I, at the end of the day, if if it, it, it's not going to age like the Cosby Show age with it. Like, even the Cosby Show, a different world, the, a lot of that shit back in the day just hit different. The shit that's coming on now, like, it, like he said, it's wholesome. Y'all really wasn't looking for that shit. Y'all definitely was watching Insecure more than y'all was watching Blackish. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the same time. Y'all was watching Power way more than y'all was watching Blackish. So, and I could tell you, and I ain't watching none of that shit, but I could tell you those characters' names because that shit had, it, it, that shit was, they became household names. You recognized them by face. A motherfucker and from Blackish could walk past me right now outside of the main two people, and I wouldn't have a fucking clue who they were. And and like I like I say, Blackish is your modern day Cosby because as Cosby spun off a different world, Blackish spun off Grownish, which was you know the 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 elevation in the college, one of the kids out of the house going to college. Like it, it was just your modern, it was just your modern day Cosby reboot. To be honest with you, they tried to take the blueprint and it didn't work because they, yeah, they because society is too degenerate. I mean, <laughs> I think Blackish was on for like eight seasons. I think it worked. Oh shit! I, I, I don't think I don't think it has the same impact, but I think it worked. Mm. I, I I can agree with you on it. Eight seasons is blowing my mind. I did not know that. Yeah, I think it. it I think it, I think they had like an eight season run. Let me check that. But Jeez. yeah, it 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 definitely did not have the impact that the Cosby Show had. And it's and it's like you know a time in your life like you were you remember the Cosby Show. You remember Family Matters. Like you remember those shows because of the time of your life. Like you know, there might be no, nah, it's not because you know. <laughs> well, well, just again, the way that 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 um in, entertainment is consumed now, like they have cell phones and stuff. I, I I didn't have a cell phone when Family Matters was out. Damn sure didn't have one when the Cosby Show was out. Like you know, if this is what what your parents was watching, this is what you watch, and there's one TV. You can't go to your TV. You can't go in your room and, and watch Netflix while we watch something else. This is it is what it is. I'm just waiting on you to confirm how many seasons. It's interesting. I eight seasons is baffling to me. Yeah, eight seasons. Oh my. How many seasons of uh you said Cronish? How many seasons of that? Five. And those shows are over now. I don't know if Gronish is over. I know Blackish mm. is over. Okay. Okay. I can go down a rabbit hole on this 
to to prove a further point, but I like the fact that you can you're able to say that we're in a society with more distractions, so therefore people couldn't really watch it like they probably could have watched it. I can, I, I'll leave it at that. I can agree with that, <clears throat> and it's unfortunate because maybe if shows like that, according to what you're saying, ha- had an impact like it should have had, then shit would be a little different because. Once again, the shit that I see having an impact today, bro, that shit is it's, it's grimy. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Bro. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not wholesome, quote unquote. Niggas is not looking for leave it to be, where they trying to see brother and sister Beaver. fucking, brother and sister fucking, riding dragons, Beaver. going on quest. Say, man, I was, raising I was, a dead. I was talking to Young Ash earlier, and you know, shout out to Young Ash. We was talking about House of Dragons, and I was like, you know, I didn't realize that dragon was that goddamn big until the dragon was valet park next to the castle, and the dragon was bigger than the whole goddamn castle. So, goddamn. I had a motherfucker side eye me because I told him I ain't watched that shit. Like, 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 I, like I was telling you, Keith, at the beginning, like all that incest stuff, like, was hard to digest. And when they finally got past it, I was like, all right, cool. And then they went back to it. I was like, oh my, God. Nigga, like it's who cool. Is, stop, nigga. That who shit, is that's a part of the show. This? Oh man, some sick bastards. And you know who couldn't have checked? Who couldn't have checked? <laughs> you know who couldn't check? Oh, oh, you ain't gonna say it. <laughs> I ain't gonna say no names. Sla- I slavery was a choice. <laughs> The, the 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 Wilbersteins and the Fields and the in the in the Squawks and Mars, they know who the fuck they are. They out there cutting the chick. Shout out to the Rosenbergs. Shout out to the Steins. They out the there doing the Goldbergs. <laughs> they out there cutting the check, bro. They like, hey man, they these Schwartz, is, it, is it Schwartz Jewish? Man, it, yeah, it is. It is. Shout it out is. Schwartz. <laughs> is they is, is Weinstein Jewish? Very Ed Epstein, very Jewish, <laughs> extremely Jewish, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that Harvey Weinstein was a motherfucker, boy. They, 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 they trying to promote that movie, but they not promoting it like they promoting Black Panther. Is Weinstein still alive? He's still alive in jail. They got the movie coming out. You seen it, right? No, what is it? It's a, it's a Weinstein movie coming out with a bunch of bunch a bunch of virtue signaling the Hollywood crackheads trying to make it seem like they like they didn't uh, sleep with Weinstein to get get ahead. But uh, let me um, see. He, he's, he's still gonna get a check. Yeah, he's gonna get a check. That's, that's probably why they're making the movie so make sure he get a check. <laughs> commissary gonna be on Fat Fool. Yeah, commissary gonna be good. Uh, let me see. Oh, it's called She Said. It, it's a part. It's a part of the trailer where. Uh, Somebody said something. It was like, man, I, yeah, if I say this shit, I'll be, be lucky if I live. It's like, oh, y'all, that, that motherfucker, you know that mafia gonna come for your ass. That, <laughs> talk about that Italian mafia, you know that Jewish mafia gonna come for your ass. While, while, I'm, while I was trying to look up this movie, I just kind of look up, looked up, ended up in the movies that Weinstein had his name on. Bruh. These movies that he has his name on? Bruh. These movies that he has his name on? Hollywood, it should be hypocrite, would. Bruh, I'm looking at billions of dollars here. Oh, yeah. Django? 
Lord of the Rings? Kill Bill? Goodwill Hunting? Who cut the check? Green? Gangs of New York? The upside? Gang, the gangs of New York is actually kind of funny knowing that 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 was a it's a lot of Jew hate in that movie. But let me tell you what Jewish people don't hate. They don't hate that green boy. They don't hate that green. Yeah, dig. Okay, I finally got to the she said. She said is worthy of best picture attention during of course the Oscars in Hollywood to face its complicity in Harvey Weinstein's rise. Harvey Weinstein's rise. Look, yeah. I don't want to get into it. Never mind. Never mind. That's another like, story for another time. I don't want to talk about it. 444 should have got a Grammy. But we know why I didn't. And everybody knew why I didn't. Why are you looking lost? I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what else came out that year. It doesn't matter. 444 should have won a Grammy. It does. It didn't win matter. shit. It, huh? Look it up. It didn't win shit. It and whatever won, it don't matter. 444 should have won a Grammy. What was that 2017? And, and, and I, I wonder how many nominations they had. Well, you, I mean, okay, I mean, clearly, I know why I didn't win a Grammy, being being the Jay Z person that I am. That, that was that was twenty seventeen. But you, you you just not you just not gonna be out here. Uh, it was nominated for Song of the Year for the story <laughs> of OJ. Of course. Yeah, I'm really talking about. It. I think it was a good album. And, and so who won? Who won song of the year? You're not gonna be out here telling black people to be self sufficient. <laughs> that you're not. We gonna let you say it, but we not gonna we not gonna award you for it because if we award you for it, motherfuckers gonna start listening. Like, mm-hmm. you know, man, he must have said some real shit. Let me go back and listen to that. No, nah, man, we can't have that. Can't have that. We need to, we, we, you need to focus on the fact that he was in an elevator and all that shit. Focus on that. Jay-Z's yeah. not a good man. Yeah. Bruno Mars and Ed Sheeran cleaned up. Uh, Kendrick got Rap Album of the Year. Umble got Rap Song of the Year. Rap Performance went to Kendrick. What label he on? Kendrick is that is TDE is that Universal too TDE Universal? you know you know you know it's Interscope oh it's Interscope oh it is Interscope I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> who the CEO who the president of Interscope is I being Jewish very <laughs> <laughs> extremely yeah. that sounds very Jewish of you <laughs> just saying man. It gets it gets old, bro. It doesn't, like, get, it doesn't get old because it's been right there in front of your face the whole time. It's just you know, it's just it is what it is. It is what it is, and and he knew what button to press to cancel those contracts, dog. That's that was the end game, bro. I mean, he said it, dog. I mean, he to put to put out screenshots and shit like that. 
That shit that he put out with Diddy. What did he say after that? What has Meek said? Diddy, Diddy got quiet. Meek what has Meek Mill said? Niggas ain't said nothing. Because he's wait, right. Wait, wait. Is Kraft Jewish? I know Kraft is Jewish, but I'm not sure if uh, if the Kraft last name is technically a Jewish surname. But I do believe he is Jewish, though. I know the dude that uh, that um is a... Uh, the Philadelphia guy, what's his name? Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's Jewish for sure. The Krafts but, were a modern Orthodox Jewish family. Yeah, because the Kraft Heinz company, Heinz, I know that's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Anyways, bro, we can go down this rabbit hole all day. I'm just having fun. We've been gone for a minute. And I know people probably wanted to hear what we had to say, because at the end of the day, if you fuck with us, you fuck with us. But the reality is. In the grand scheme of things, Michael Rubin, that's who it was. Michael Rubin. What he do? That's the, the Philadelphia guy. Big Miller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could do and say a lot of things when you make it to a certain level, but you go, there are going to be consequences for your actions. Yeah. And um, I think he's smart enough to know that. I like the fact that he's He's went on this whole. He's gone. He's he's gotten to a point where people try to label him as, oh, he need to get on his medicine and all that shit. And I'm just, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think anything's wrong with that dude. I think I don't think anything's wrong with that dude. I think he's, I think he's an actor. He's full shit. The Kanye is perfectly sane. Nobody can prove to me that he actually has mental problems. Get the fuck out of here. That nigga's always been wild. And a- 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 AB is more wild than he is. And people be trying a- to talk B about concussion. Definitely more wild yeah, than he is. Yeah, yeah. He's way more wild than uh, Kanye. The shit he doing to Tom Brady is, is wild as fuck. Like I looked on my Snapchat and it's him it's him in the picture. He it's Antonio Brown Snapchat and it's him in the picture of Giselle. I'm like, leave that man alone. You kicking this dude while he down. Leave that man alone. Yeah, uh, Tom Brady probably got that old man strength. It, they A B gonna be on some fuck around and find out. Yeah, yeah, but um, and then people be trying to talk about AB the concussion. I'm like, no, yeah, listen, I'm not denying that mental illnesses are real, but there are certain things that are extremely premeditated that to me it's not as simple as oh, he can CTE, like Jeffrey Dahmer, for instance, or most serial killers. I tell people all the time, Ed Kemper, the co ed killer, probably has a he probably, I think he had the highest IQ of all serial killers. He was a fucking psychopath. But at the end of the day, would you really deem that as somebody that wasn't in control? You know what I'm saying? Like, would, would you say, oh, well, he, he has a mental illness, so you got to excuse him for those things. He's just doing that because of that. No, this nigga, was, that shit was premeditated. Yeah, he was a psychopath. He just didn't give a fuck. That's all that meant. That don't mean he couldn't stop. He could have stopped anytime he wanted to. You know how I know? Because he did. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the day, once you get to that point where you have that much self-control, I can't give you that excuse no more. It's like, all right, so what? He bipolar. And I know a bunch of bipolar motherfuckers. They ain't out here just, they ain't out here snatching snatching microphones out of motherfuckers' hands. They ain't out here drinking Henny on the red carpet. But did, but did, they, did he have mental illness when he was drinking Henny on the red carpet? Bruh, Did he long- have a mental illness when he snatched the mic out of Taylor Swift's head? Did he have a mental illness when George when he said George Bush doesn't give a damn about black people? That all that wasn't there. When mental illnesses start growing like fungi, 
y'all can get back to me. But that's not how that shit work, bro. If 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 from what I'm, yes, I understand there are environmental factors that would trigger you to a certain extent. But the the psychology one on one that I have in hand, that shit is is childhood. That shit is with you for a long motherfucking time. And if you want to say he's bipolar, then he was bipolar that time when he did that shit too. That nigga Kanye been wildin', bro. Like, dude, niggas understand he been wildin' since 2004? Kanye's career is built on wildin'. Bruh, if, if anything, shit, the accident probably shook his head up a little bit. You seen the, you seen the documentary, dog. I seen the documentary. He was wildin' before the accident. Exactly. He's been a wild guy. Then you got you get more money, you get more power, and you can wild in different ways. And to me, his wild and his creativity, he finds that shit to be he right now what he's doing, he's being like he's tapping into another another database in his brain. He like, man, I'm finna explore with this shit because he's an artist. That's what niggas do, dog. I, I'm just saying, I motherfuckers say he bipolar, need to be on his meds and all that shit, but I, I have yet to see him, you know, talk talking about specific medicine he's on or or being with a doctor or a doctor coming out and speaking and talking about oh yeah we need to you know try to see if we can get Kanye ain't none of that shit happened it's Kim hasn't even said none of that shit and and a lot of that shit no that shit that shit be genetic and if he that bad that means his kids gonna be off the chain just saying that shit that shit that shit do pass down through the genes sometimes that nigga just crazy, bro. I, I, I'm where I'm from, bro. <laughs> where you from to? You know, motherfuckers just wildin', bro. <laughs> motherfuckers be wildin', Jay. But 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 for some reason, we learned all these 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 new buzzwords, and we want to use them to to to, to make excuses for people. No, nah, that nigga just crazy, dog. That nigga from Chicago, dog. That nigga crazy. And it's like we know crazy people. Like every everybody from. You know, I don't, I I, I want to say no matter what neighborhood you're from, you know, you know somebody, and I'm not going to say, and I don't mean crazy as in crazy, you know, have some some serious mental defect, whether it be retardation or or something, you know, you know somebody that's quote unquote crazy, and I don't want to, you know, want anybody taking any offense to that. I didn't, don't mean it in a derogatory fashion, but you know what that looks like. Is this what that looks like? Motherfuckers forget what have motherfuckers have forgot what it looked like too, though. In my honest opinion, I was around young kids recently, so I know, like, I know motherfuckers that have anger issues. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I know motherfuckers that ain't, they don't have it all. It, it ain't all up there, so it's something wrong with them. But even then, bro, once again, <sighs> they, they just they don't do things to this level that so that just seems so coherent and strategic. I just I just feel like it's 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 too planned out. It's too premeditated for me to be sitting here like, oh, he needs to be on his meds. Like, like, what? Seriously? I guess. To me, that's making an excuse for him. I'm saying the nigga saying the shit he doing is wild, and that is what it is. That's my that's what I'm thinking. It I'm is what it say. is. It's what he decided to do. Okay, cool. That nigga's a wild boy. This is what he decided to do, and as a result of his actions. Anna Wintour disassociated herself, Balenciaga, Gap, uh, Adidas, and whoever else. Even even Fabio Ford got out there and spelled Jewish in the most horrible fashion wrong and then disassociated himself with Kanye after Kanye gave him probably one of the biggest hits of his career that he's ever Biggest hit. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, you. But hey, you know who's signing their checks? 
They got to be careful. Got to be careful. You ain't free. You still got the strings on your chain. Still, you still shackled to the chains. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. But I know one thing for y'all out there listening to this motherfucking podcast. We damn near 90 minutes in. Y'all need to understand it's the matchup of the century coming up this Sunday, baby. <laughs> you got Will's Charity Foundation versus the monster himself. Fantasy football. This guy is 7-0 and in fantasy fucking football. This dude told me he was trash at fantasy football. I entered into his league, and I say he out here like – like he the Philadelphia Eagles and he hate the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm like, God damn, you gonna let somebody win? But guess what? You coming up because he juggernaut, not nigga. <laughs> yeah, I may have had two losses, but nigga, I'm telling you. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't have a good team. My team just does just enough <laughs> to win. That's it. I got some. I got some like lunch pail type kind of guys. Like nah, if they supposed to do nine points, they gonna either do eight and a half or they gonna do nine and a half. They not gonna do too much. They not gonna do too little. They gonna do just enough for me to be like, okay, cool, you came and you did your job, and that's all. That's all my team does. Like they don't come out and and be blowing people out the water. We don't. I don't have no dogs on my team that's just coming out here and just running through niggas. It's just like they just. <laughs> just come out and I just happy to get happen to get some lucky matchups during bye weeks and stuff like that like we we really not no juggernauts if you look at my point total we really not outscoring nobody everybody <laughs> in the top six <laughs> scores more points than me <laughs> you can plead for your life all you want to but I want to, I want everybody to know that outside of his QB that he played every week which is Justin Herbert which is easily a top 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 10 QB this guy has Tyreek Hill the number one wide receiver in the fucking nation. I was maybe Cooper Cup, but you got Tyreek Hill. So I call you on that bullshit. You got Saquon Barkley. That nigga look like he back at Penn State. You got Travis Etienne. This he finna get a hundred percent of the backfield. You got DJ Moore. I don't know what he been at, but he woke up last week. You got Tyler Higby, dog. Come on, bro. If, let me tell you something. No, no, no. I know you gonna make that face. If you got a tight end that can put up five points a week, you got a tight end. Bottom line. If your tight end can put up five points a week, you got a tight end. He got Dalvin fucking Cook. He got Dalvin fucking Cook. <laughs> you got the Jets defense. Nigga, Sauce Gardner ain't out here. He, him, him and Trayvon don't let nobody catch shit. So you know something finna go down. This nigga about to play New England. Did you see what New England did last night? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, though. That, that, that one-handed interception was a monster. Bruh. It was a horrible pass, but that one-handed interception was a monster. That shit was nasty. I know his heart dropped. And I ain't going to talk about your bench because your bench pretty solid, too. At the end of the day, man, you got a solid team. You ain't 7-0 for no reason. You're clearly a good manager because that's what all that's what it takes to be able to be successful. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit of luck, but that's also you, you got to manage and you got to look at matchups. I know this is probably boring, people, but this fantasy shit is fun. That's why I'm telling you right now. I'm five and two. He's seven and zero, but this a motherfucker right here. Cause I'm number five. He number one. But trust me, this a motherfucker right here. Cause outside of me, you, and um, I think it's a super J in the group. He he quietly kicking niggas ass too. He nice. 
Sherlock Mahomes. Sherlock Mahomes, yeah, he got a he got a nice little squad. I think I think that's gonna be the person that wins the league, to be honest. Yeah, he yeah, he's six and one. He got he got Dak, he got Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, Mike Epps, got dog. Like it's like I mean the fact that he got Mahomes and he got uh he got Jamal Williams on the bench. Like, he got a tough ass team, bro. And it's just all about management. He only got one loss. And she and got a and got a squad too. And be tripping sometimes though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be tripping. And, and damn, they lost last night on some bullshit, man. And Ed had two people go crazy on his team. And they and be on the bench. Like the Cowboys defense went oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did. They did. But yeah, sometimes, man, sometimes it's just management. It's finna get harder for a lot of people because these injuries are a motherfucker and you can't predict them. But the reality is, man, this shit fun. If y'all fuck with this fantasy shit, you you should you you should uh we should we should do a, a episode once again one more time on fantasy once we get towards the end. Well, only if I'm doing good because if I fall off, I don't want to talk about it. In, in my other I'm, league, I'm telling you, as soon as I get this first loss hung on me, I'm gonna drop down to like number five. <laughs> because your points, huh? Because my points, like my points, just aren't there. But doesn't it go off who you beat too? Like the matchups? Yeah, yeah. So if if I have if you know if I haven't like you know played them, I'll, I'll be behind those. But those people that I beat, I'll still be in front of them. But yeah, I, it, I'll probably fall down to three or four. Yeah, man. I mean, at this point, you just need to, once again, just need to just be, just get some playoffs, dog. Just get Especially. some playoffs. And that's when the momentum really matters. So get a loss right now would actually, in, in, in the next game or two, would actually be a good thing. That's To me, that's the set. Being undefeated is cool because it gets you to where you need to get to. But it's like, dog, if that, what if that momentum ends right there? That sucks. That sucks the momentum ends right there. But, you know, it is. But it, it is. Even, even with that, it's not like, oh, just Justin Herbert knows that he's on my fantasy team and that he needs to go out here and do numbers. Like, you know, I you you want somebody that you know as the season gets to the end, the games that they play in matter. Those divisional games matter. Let me tell you something. Nathaniel Hackett was playing fantasy against somebody a couple weeks ago, and he had to bench Melvin Gordon. I don't give a damn. Melvin Gordon did not deserve to be on that bench that game. That shit still, that shit lost me a game in my other league. And I I was like, the, you, you saw it, bro. Like, even he was like, what happened? Because the game before that, he had a decent game and he didn't fumble. So if 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 fumbling was an issue, you should have, he shouldn't even play that game. You should have gave Mike Bull most of the snaps. But you rewarded him that game. I think he even got a touchdown. No, no. He just he just had a hell of a lot of yards. He had a man having like eight points for me, which is decent. And I'm just like, you just get this man. This dude comes with 1.8 points, and, and you just bench him for the rest of the game. And then and then now all of a sudden he all started. He getting 70% of the snaps. Nathaniel Hackett plays fantasy football, and he had to make sure he won. Fuck off what you talking about. If Justin Herbert is playing, if he in the fantasy football uh, championship in his league, and he need to go for 400 yards, he out there. He going to run them bitches if he got to. He finna get his points. Shit. These dudes, these dudes play – these dudes play fantasy football. Oh, yeah, of course mean? they play. Of it's wild that that's not illegal, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways, man, we've been running our miles long enough, bro. If you played fantasy football, you were in the NFL, would you draft yourself? I have to. They 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 say they draft themselves. I know for I know a couple of them that spoke about it. Because I know Austin Eckler drafts himself. I mean, I, I would draft myself. 
Oh yeah, even if I was on a bitch, I'm, I'm a, that's going to make me want to go off even more. I take the ball all the time. I only like football, but I watch football more than ever now because I play fantasy. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, and it's it. That's that's why this year I've been doing decent because I've actually you gotta motherfuckers gotta get that eye test. You just can't go off with a motherfucker dude and be like, oh, he has some good numbers. I'm gonna choose him now. I had to go watch. I I actually watched Jalen Waddle last year. I watched Justin Jefferson. Like I'm like. That's why when this shit started, people are like, oh, when you draft, you got to draft a running back. I'm like, no, nah, that nigga Justin Jefferson, cold. I'm drafting that guy because I've seen him with my own eyes. Them running backs y'all talking about, they going to be there. And they going to have backups. And at the end of the day, if he ain't a bell cow, then it really don't matter. Nick, I, it was, For me, I'm going to tell you right. For me, it was like I had to have Justin Jefferson. I had to have Nick Chubb. It, was, it is what it is. I want to say Quan Barkley, but I thought he was going to fall a little bit later and some old whole ass nigga got <laughs> Some old hoe ass nigga got I wanted him, I wanted Justin Herbert, and I wanted my home. Like I said, going you'd forward. You'd be greedy. That's what you want. Like, yeah, I'm trying to you win. You wanted to be greedy. That's what you wanted. <laughs> I was trying to map that shit. I was like, damn, I couldn't I could, I could get it. I was like, I, could, I fuck with Colin Murray. He, he decent. But the reality is, man, I'm this, this last thing I'm going to say, and this is my word of advice for fantasy listeners. <laughs> Straight up, hey, for real, dog. Draft how the NFL draft. Draft what you need. Fuck all that that historical bullshit. Don't don't draft a running back first or wide receiver. Man, Josh Allen should be the first pick next year. Bottom line. For if sure. Josh Allen ain't the first pick next year, y'all wild. Y'all still on this running back shit? Y'all tripping. I'm taking I'm taking Josh Allen first. Cooper Cup should be second. And then after that, you know, you should use common sense. Draft what you need. Draft with who you know going to do exceptionally well. Injuries, you can't predict those, but... Let's be smart now. At the end of the day, Brees Hall been balling out, but I wouldn't draft him in the first round next year. You know, it's just it, it, he's out for a year. He's gonna be out for exactly one year, right? Oh yeah, that 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 uh, ACL is not gonna be. It's no point. Of, it's no point of drafting him early next year. Just, I mean, people will. They are gonna stash him on the IR, but dog. Anyways, man, that's my that's my advice, man. That's fantasy advice for y'all fantasy heads out there that still listen to this long. Um, my words of advice, as always, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. I really, I really hope people heed that advice, cause <sighs> really shit I never wrote. Just saying, man. But anyways, man, for y'all, y'all out there listening, y'all know where y'all can find us: Apple Podcast, Google, SoundCloud. That's my favorite one. Um, Spotify, whatever you do on Spotify, you go ahead and go do that. Um, and whatever else I'm missing, I'm probably missing it for a reason. But um, either way, as always, thank you and you're welcome. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. And happy Halloween. Oh, my happy Halloween. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off like that. <laughs> thank you for listening. Yeah. But ever since the dawn of civilization, People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?